welcome to the Hillington Hospital's NHS Foundation Trust podcast. Hello, I'm Lucy Wills on the Hillington Hospital's podcast. Today I'm talking to Anna Maria Hardwick, Head of Resourcing in the Hospitals, who covers non-medical recruitment and employee services at the Trust. Hi, welcome and thanks for chatting to me today. First of all, can you tell us about your role in recruitment and how you got into it? Hi Lucy, thanks very much for asking. Uh, Yeah, I've been in recruitment for approximately, I would say, over 15 years going on. That's given away my age a little bit. (laughs) But um, previously, I've been in the NHS for four and a half years, two and a half years, just over two and a half years at Hillenden. And previous to that, it was the Brompton. And before then, a very long career in the private sector in different areas, covering recruitment, talent uh, talent attraction, learning development, lots of different roles, but mainly recruitment. I chose to be in recruitment because I absolutely love recruitment. Most people think, oh, my God, but I really do love recruitment. It's something I'm very, very passionate about. It sounds like you've got loads of experience. Can you tell us about recruitment in the Trust? How are we doing in terms of recruitment? Yeah, we're actually in a reasonable place, um, I would say. Our vacancy rate for August was at 9.1 and the target is 11%. We are aiming for better. Um, A good thing is we have enough band five nurses due to all the international nurse recruitment we've recruited over the last year and a half, huge amount of international nurses. So and I do know from my sort of like network meetings and that that uh, the trust is not in this position. So we're in a good position. We're doing well, really. Actually, we've got had a lot of international nurse recruitment and. Um, we've worked together with the corporate nursing division and pastoral support um, with my team to get all these nurses into post, which is no, <laughs> it's not an easy uh, thing to do, specifically over a pandemic as well, making beds and whatnot. But I do know that other trusts were doing the same thing. So, yeah, we're in a good position in terms of nurses. Uh, there are other areas that we need to work on. Um, corporate is one of the areas we need to work on. But we're slowly getting there. Everything takes time. Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds like you're doing a great job. And I gather that recruitment has recently won an award. Can you tell us about that? Yes. So the award was um, Civica or Track Award for uh, completion of employment checks. So they did a, sort of like a benchmarking exercise across all the trusts that they use. And Track is big in the NHS. It's, you know, it's very much there. It's, it's our applicant tracking system, which processes all our candidates and stuff. And they benchmarked us on quarter one. And of 93 applicants, uh, the team were turning around the pre-employment checks within 10 days, which is really, really a good thing. But it's not me. I must say it's my team. So, you so know, that's, that's the case a, of when people apply for a job. How yeah. How is that application processed? And so, uh, what, how long that takes? Is that so what track does? Yeah. So our target is for time to hire is thirty three days. We're usually under that. So what happens is somebody applies on NH- NHS jobs. They go to track and track. Um, they get shortlisted, longlisted. Interviews happen. We our team organizes all that. The divisional recruiters. And then once we've done that, we're turning around their pre-employment checks. And as everybody knows in the NHS, employment checks, pre-employment checks take time to do. And my team, literally, they bug people, they call them. They try very hard to make it an easy journey for the candidate and for the hiring manager. We know it's not easy, but we try our best. Our aim is to ensure 
that the service users have enough staff in post as soon as possible. Obviously, not negating any compliance aspects. You know, that's mm -hmm. our aim. We want our staff to have enough resource to do their jobs because we know the pressures that they they face clinically and non-clinically if they don't have enough staff in post. Yes, um, and cool. that's our aim. It's it's a it's an important part of our job, and that's where um, the team really do well. And so. Are there any plans for the future in terms of recruitment? Yeah, so we are looking at, there is stuff I'm looking at about values-based recruitment methodology, which is an exciting new thing, which I'm going to be looking a little bit more to. Now that we're sort of past the pandemic, past the international recruitment, we can focus on more of those those objectives that we need to uh, go forward with, and which I think is a really exciting thing. And also we're considering sort of later on down the line interview training techniques for hiring managers and there's also going to be core manager training as well mm -hmm. so there is lots of that coming into place I think interview tech training techniques for managers is actually something I've done in the past quite a while ago but I think it's really important because yeah. everybody thinks assumes that if you're a manager you can interview and you're fine with it but actually there's a lot to an interview that people actually there's things to learn there there's things to learn there's things to do and we always want to make our candidates feel welcome and it's a two-way process really so that's some of the things in the pipeline that I'm looking at. Okay yeah. I suppose that will help to select the per the perfect person for the role if you if the interview is structured in the correct way. Is that right? Yeah I think so and also as well um, I think if you have a, an interview which is really running the right way and you've got the right support to do it um, it makes a candidate feel better as well and they can give a better you know presentation of themselves if yeah, they feel that way get the best out of them yeah and obviously our trust is working collaboratively now with the other trusts in the northwest sector do we work collaboratively collaboratively in terms of jobs because I know that working here some jobs are now spanning over our trust and other trusts how does that work well, we do actually. We work with uh, Chelsea and Westminster. Everybody knows that, and our L and D team covers Chelsea and Westminster and Hillenden. So there is some collaborative work. We've got some comments here as well, and we do work with them in terms of best practice. So there is lots of crossovers that are coming our way, and with London Northwest as well. There are many calls that we're on, um, and. More recently, I've been working with the Royal Free because we're implementing some robotic processes into um, recruitment, some of the administrative tasks that could be done by a robot and also into workforce. So that's some of the things which will make, hopefully, make things a lot quicker, and a lot easier. Um, yeah, we're moving forward for the, into the future. It's all about the tech at the moment, isn't it? It's yeah. everything <laughs> is moving forward. You've got to think like that. I think it's, it's a good thing. Definitely a good thing. And you've talked about uh, training managers for interviews. Have you got any top tips for interviews? Yeah, absolutely. I would say in all my experience, and I've done thousands of interviews, attended some bad ones, some good ones. I could tell you some funny stories as well, <laughs> uh, naming no names and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I've had tears. I've had bubbles in an interview somebody brought bubbles I don't even know why okay. <laughs> which was very interesting <laughs> <Trying> every technique. <laughs> yeah in an assessment center they thought it would be quite interesting actually it was a bit it was weird <laughs> uh, it was very weird and so that's yeah. not in your top tip then <laughs> no and I've had certain no my top tip would be to to say is 
ensure you've read the JD and the person spec so you really understand what the role is about. And if you get a chance to speak to the hiring manager before I do, so you get a real understanding of the role and you know what you're going for, look at our websites, look at our CARES values. Um, all our interviews are competency-based. So the questions will be in relation to the JD and the person spec. So, and I would say practice with a friend. You know, mm -hmm. that's the trouble. If you've got a lot of experience, you would forget about all those evidence-based of what you've done and how it's transferable into the role. You'd forget about it because you've got so much of it. But if you practice with a friend, you go, oh, yeah, actually, I've done this. And I can give this as an example. And I can give that as an example. Yeah. And, and you practice you know, the way that you might say it. And you feel more confident then when you go in. Absolutely. You'll have the confidence to do it. And remember it's you know it's a two-way partnership if it's right for the candidates right for the hiring panel that will make things you know all the better for when you join the trust so for me it's there's a lot of practice that comes into interview techniques it's not automatically people think when they come to an interview they're quite scared and they're quite nervous but or they just don't present the best because they weren't prepared so it's pre preparation preparation that's my top tip I would say well thank you and thank you so much for talking to me today. If anyone wants to find out about jobs available in our trust, take a look on our website, jobs.thh.nhs.uk. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Please do join in the conversation about this episode. Tag us in social media and uh, send us any other comments and let us know your thoughts. And we'll see you next time.